Welcome to my podcast, NYC Gal Out, about a New York City gal who is out and about. A podcast dedicated to entertainment news and pop culture headlines. You can listen to NYC Gal Out on Spotify, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, guys, let's get into it. Hi, Melly. <laughs> Hi. So, guys, this is Lisa from NYC Gal Out, and today our guest co-host is all the way from Scotland. She is a Bravo super fan. Her name is Melissa. Her username handle on Twitter is Melly. Now, do you prefer that I call you Melissa or Melly? I'm happy with whatever. Okay. Well, I gotta say, you are the first Scottish person that I've met. I've met British people before. I've met English people. One of my, one of my greatest friends. He's actually English, and he lives in London. And my husband has been to London also for、uh, the military. He was there last September, but. He's never been to Scotland. I don't believe he might have had a layover on Scotland. But what is the weather like over there in Scotland? Because I got to tell you, over here it is raining. It is cold. I am like huddled up in my pajamas. What is it like over there? Yeah, pretty much the same. It's took、uh, it's took a bit of a turn from autumn straight into winter here now. So the temperature has dropped, and we're all. Pretty much the same. Getting our big jackets out, and the rain has been constant. It's tiny rain, wee wee rain that just soaks you right through. So, I love your accent. Oh my goodness, I love your <laughs> accent. <laughs> well, I love yours. Well, I wasn't sure what kind of accent I was going to get because I've never, I've never met an actual Scottish person, so I wasn't sure what kind of accent I was going to get. But I loved your accents. Okay. Oh, you're very welcome. Okay, let me ask you over there, where you are, have they started with the holiday decorations already or not yet? Yeah, some places. So I'm in Glasgow, and in our city centre every year they do a Christmas light switch on that they you have to go into like a ticket pool to get tickets <laughs> for. So every day with kids, every year they all they're all trying to get tickets for it. So that's tonight the big、um, tree light switch on thing that they're doing, and then there'll be Christmas markets everywhere and all the lights and all the shopping and. Santa will be out and about, but yeah, we don't do we don't do Christmas anywhere near as good as as you guys do it over there in America. <laughs> we like to come over there in December, usually to either flip Florida or New York, and just soak up all the Christmas because that's as Christmas as it gets. Really, those places they they go for it big. <laughs> <laughs> Let me ask you, what? Makes you interested in 
the Bravo franchises of Housewives because you are a Bravo super fan with the Housewives franchises. So what what interests you about it, and what do you think of American reality TV shows like the Real Housewives? Real Housewives is like the gold standard of reality TV for me. I, I watch for real, the, yeah. <laughs> I do, I watch, uh, it's, I don't actually know what it is, I think as a woman it's good to be able to see um, different lifestyles, different how different people live and how they react under different situations, mostly. I look at it as more like a social experiment, housewives. Yes, yes. All these people in different situations and all these different personality types and seeing how everything really unfolds. I know they get a lot of like kind of prodding and poking for producers and things like that, but how people actually react, you can't really fake that. So I find it most genuine out of the reality TV shows, especially nowadays. And do you think, do you think the Real Housewives, do you think that that is an accurate representative of Americans? Because when I think of like Europeans, um, you know, especially over there in like the British Isles, like English, Scottish over there, I think of like very upper crust, very proper. Everybody sounds like they're speaking (laughs) Shakespeare. You know, like when I think of, like it doesn't matter if they're cursing you out everybody sounds like they're speaking shakespeare do you think the housewives are an accurate representative of american culture i think they're they're an accurate representation of how i perceive american culture being over here so i only really get to see it through media movies Mm -hmm. tv things like that i don't really get to you know, I've never experienced how people actually live, um, and I don't think it—I don't think that it gives enough of a day-to-day with how people are with their families and things like that. But I think it gives for Beverly Hills and things. It gives you like a, a view into how a different class of people live because the the you know the type of money that they've got flying in private jets and things like that. Like I'll. I'll never do anything like that, so it's good to see all that type of stuff. Let me ask you, which one is your favorite Real Housewives franchise? Which one is your least favorite? Mm, um, <clears throat> right now, it wouldn't be the same as it, as it would have been if you asked me like a year ago. Mm-hmm. Always, my always my favorite one was Atlanta. It was always my favorite. It was the one that got me as a like personally into Housewives. My mom always watched like Beverly Hills and New York and OC yes. and um, I had like kind of seen it here and there over the years. And then um, I caught an episode at Atlanta, and it was the it was when they went to South Africa and Marlo had went. And mm-hmm. it was her and Sheree doing the me 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 back and forward, <laughs> and I just I thought what 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 is this? <laughs> what do you, well, speaking of Atlanta, what did you think of this last season? Because there's a lot of rumors that the ratings were so bad that they're either going to cancel it or they're going to reboot the whole entire 
series where they're going to bring in a whole entirely new cast like they did with Roni. I see I seen today that there's rumors about Candy not coming back. That's yeah. But I think with watching last season it's definitely hit a wall that kinda came around I would say the the season with the bolo thing. The bolo gate we'll call it. I think that that, that was kinda a weird season and it just kinda everything just kind of lost its way from there. Yeah. Every, everything just kind of... Anybody... Nini was the glue, and she was... Yeah. Everything. Yeah. Was just, so, the fact that the dynamics, the friend group that was that was built, everything is based around, is is just... They're not there now. None of the... I know they yeah. bring and obviously Kenya's there, but it's just, it's not the same not having Cynthia, who I think was like glue between everyone. Um, and she was she was very entertaining. She always, she brought different things constantly. She always opened up to her um, relationships and her home life and everything like that. Is And she navigated all the relationships so well. I thought she was so, so important. I thought she was so underrated always. Yeah. Let me really ask you... Oh, yes, go on. Let me ask you, um, have you been following along with uh, with the news of, like, you know, Bethany Franco and her reality reckoning? And she's basically going up against uh, Bravo, Andy Cohen, and, you know, the Real Housewives franchise specifically. And yep. Nini seems to have kind of, like, uh, partnered up with Bethany in her whole, you know, attempted takedown of Bravo. Do you yeah. think that was a wise move of Nini? I don't. I think Nini had nothing to lose at that point, really. Yeah. Yeah. Already burnt the not not only the bridge, like the boat, the the dock. She bought she 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 burnt every everything to the ground. Yeah. Also, don't think there's. I, I think that was really the only route that she could kind of try and go to kind of she had had a place where she was going to completely disappear out of relevancy mm-hmm. it's many seasons had gone by and she wasn't able to get anything else to kind of jump on so Bethany kind of opened the door for her to be able to yeah. get back in and about this world and I, she's obviously she's sitting watching everybody getting all these uh, these girl clips and Bravo Con even though they're not current housewives and Vicky Mm -hmm. Gunvalson got an award and it's going to be a hard time for Nini and she I I don't doubt that she regrets yeah a place that Andy would take so personally yeah I, I definitely don't think that she is going to be welcomed back into the Bravo universe like ever again. Her and Bethany, I, I don't think either one of them will ever be welcomed back into like the Bravo network or even they're the NBC network. Same coin. They, they're yeah. two kids that the boys taken away from them and they decided to, you know, scream the house down and daddy's not happy. So. Yeah. Yeah. Now, you said that you also watch Roni. What did you think of the rebooted series? Did you enjoy the new cast or did you prefer the original cast? 
I'll, all, I'll always prefer the originals. They're like, they're like my aunt. I love them. They're only just my crazy drunk aunts that I get to watch. Go <laughs> say the most unhinged things, and I know they're not the, they're not the kindest, or you know they're not the most upstanding people. Sorry, there's no. Is it you? Yeah. So you prefer like even like uh, Joe, Saren, Bethany, Ramona, uh, Luann, Sonia, all, all of those. You what? Did, what did you think of the yeah. new ladies, though? Did, oh, did you I, I did really you even really watch the new that. season? Did you yeah, watch the new season? I, I was. I didn't think I was going to, and I thought, look, I'm not. I'm not going to be interested in this. I'm going to give it two episodes, and I'll mm-hmm. see um, how it goes after that. And it was. It was just so. I love New York, and they all mm-hmm. just kind of. They they really just kind of embodied New York. Every single one of them, and all mm-hmm. different kind of ways. And um, having Jenna Lyons there, I think, with that mm-hmm. kind of elite piece being added in it. I don't know if she's yeah. going to come back. I think it to launch a whole new season. Mm-hmm. It was a very, very clever move getting her on board to do to do that because she's such an enigma that she became... Yes. <laughs> everybody was just constantly tweeting about her and they, they couldn't even understand her after spending so much time with her. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. I think she is like the uh, the biggest name on the current cast, but there is a lot of rumor that like you know she probably doesn't. This probably wasn't what she expected to be. I do think that on New York, Jenna Lyons does have the biggest contract, and that she has certain stipulations in there where she's able to get away with things that other cast members aren't. Like she was able to skip BravoCon. Yeah. She was able to not go to a lot of events that the other ladies had to go to. She doesn't need the name or fame because she already has the name and fame. She, you know, she ran J. Crew for 27 years. So she's very well known in the New York fashion scenes and even in the international fashion scenes. Like she's very well known in um, in the fashion industry. So she already yeah. has that name recognition now she decided to do uh new york because she wanted to promote her love scene lashes and she did that so now that she's accomplished her goal i don't know if this was what she thought it would be and i don't know if she would want to come back do you personally think that she would come back I don't think that she had enough fun with it to, to come too. back. Yeah, me too. I, I feel the same way. I I I don't know. It, it was just, it, it was weird because it seems like she always wanted to play neutral. And then whenever like the big confrontations happened, she was never in the room. She was never in the scenes. Mm-hmm. And I... I think it's because she was probably too worried about her professional image because you know the housewife franchise is they're messy they are messy 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 <laughs> yeah, the stakes are so high people have lost jobs people have lost, yes people have lost lives there's been real real problems caused by what what's happened on the show so yes. I, I think that it was a really smart move on everybody's behalf. I think everybody kind of knew that it would be one season and done with her because 
we're just really trying to launch this one one season. We, they needed everybody in this Bravo verse to to bite to to yeah. watch the first season and be interested. Yeah. So you know they might throw in a big chunk of money and more, you know, with these guidelines, what she's willing to and not willing to do, if they can come to all these understandings, we might be lucky enough to get another season from her. But I don't think she's like hungry enough, you know, like thirsty. Yeah. Like, for the fame, as you say, like she's got all that and she didn't find it fun, so I don't know what she would get out of it again. Yeah. Okay. We are going to get into the latest episode of Beverly Hills. Now, the new season, season 13, has came out, and so far there's been four episodes, and the majority of the episodes have centered around Crystal's 40th birthday. They took a mini vacation to Las Vegas, and Sutton and Garcelle hosted the event for, uh, well, they hosted the trip for uh crystal but everybody kind of chipped in to uh to plan her birthday because kyle got them all a private jet and they flew um they flew from la out into las vegas and then erica on the first night she hosted um the magic Mike events for crystal and then of course all the ladies they all chipped in to buy crystal this beautiful sapphire and diamond necklace which is three thousand dollars you know i noticed something that they do on beverly hills is that they put price tags on everything and you don't see that on like the other franchises but like on beverly hills you know they'll tell you how much the range rover costs how much the birkin pack costs how much the shoes cost how much the sunglasses call cost like have, have you noticed yeah. that that like yeah on beverly hills like there's a price tag that shows up on your tv screen for all of the things let me ask you what did you think of miss sutton strat's reaction at magic mike <laughs> what did you think of her reaction with kyle when kyle came over to talk to her about her behavior and she kept on going name them name them name them name them <laughs> 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 if I had so, been Kyle in that moment, I would have I would have lost my temper with someone doing like doing that to me. But it was so funny to watch. My goodness, she she knew she knew fine well what she was doing to her. And then Kyle ripped out the kryptonite, saying rude, you're being rude to Sutton and knowing fine well that was going to snap her right out of this. But uh, <laughs> the thing with the magic mic, um, I'm a bit. It's one of two things. She's seen them get taken up on stage and she's thought yeah. oh I want that's me and I'm never good enough and I'm yeah. the girl that does second day and I'm all alone and blah blah so it's either she felt left out yeah, she felt left out or, or it's been what Crystal said where she's seen that happen and thought oh I was I look as if I'm, I've been I was pulling out ones and I've been so excited and I was so excited to do this and look what it is and I actually can't be associated with this and she's kind of went into like fight or flight mode mm -hmm. and just kind of left but Kyle but, being Kyle had to 
But see the she, the other ladies. But see the other ladies brought up a really good point. Like if you are saying like you know oh, I I am on the board of the American Ballet and you're saying like all this stuff that you know you have like all this pump and status. Why、mm-hmm. did you get so upset and say oh I wore fucking pants for nothing? And then why did you bring a stack of one dollar bills and like? Erica actually says that to Garcelle in this last episode when they went to、uh, when they went to have lunch together. Erica was like, "Okay, but did you see that stack of one dollar bills that she bought?" <laughs> <laughs> and, and she was like, "So let's not clutch our pearls too tightly." And Garcelle was like, "Yeah, you know, I I totally、yeah. agree." And you know, Kyle, she kept on saying it was about the pants. It was about the pants. It was about the pants. <laughs> Let me ask you:、yeah. Do you think it was about the pants? <laughs> We're certain it's always about the pants, isn't it? It's always <laughs> about the pants. <laughs> 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 I, yes, I definitely think it was about the pants. <laughs> it always is. But、uh, she, I think she she goes straight to. Panic. It's like more like a. I don't. I don't really know how, know how to describe it. It's like she loses her temper very, very quickly, or she loses all rational thought very quickly.、Mm-hmm. So、mm-hmm. if it, it it seems to have, rather than understanding that every single one of the ladies was going to get their turn throughout the show, she thought maybe that was audience participation participation part of it, and she、mm-hmm. hadn't been selected. So she、mm-hmm. was kinda, and I think that's where Kyle's coming from. Like she's kinda noticed over these years that she's so quick to go to such an irrational place. And although Sutton doesn't react irrationally and have big lashing outs and things like that, it, all the drama really comes to how Kyle perceives Sutton's reaction to things.、So, And I think if she would be left to just kind of stew a wee bit more and come back to, you know, you've had more of a reaction there, you'll need to come back to earth again and think about this as a, a fully grown adult and stop huffing about because she's,、yeah. she's good for taking a huff as something. Let me ask you: What did you think of Kyle yelling at Sutton because she wouldn't let her talk? Because Sutton kept on saying, "Name him, name him, name him." Did you think that Sutton was being annoying, and did you think that Kyle was rude for yelling at Sutton? Because she was trying to give her an example, she kept on saying, "Name him, name him." And every single time Kyle would open her mouth to try to speak, Sutton would keep on saying, "Name him, name him." So it's kind of like you know, I I don't know if you've ever had an experience like that, but when you have two people fighting and like the other person is trying to be passive aggressive, where they are asking you for an example, but they won't actually let you talk. Instead, they'll just keep on saying, "So tell me, so tell me, so tell me," <laughs> like you know, but like you're not actually letting them talk so that they could tell you. So some people are saying that Kyle was very rude, that she shouldn't have like yelled at Sutton because you know Sutton wasn't yelling at her. I personally felt that if I had someone sitting next to me, I don't care how nicely they're saying it, I don't care how slow or how sweet they're saying it, I don't even care like if they are singing it. 
But if they are saying something over and over repetitively and not letting you talk, where every single time you open your mouth, they're saying something like, name them, name them. I would snap too. I would also yell like, shut the fuck up so I can talk, so I can name it. Do you think, okay, so do you think it was like an overreaction of Kyle? Do you think she was rude? Or do you think that Kyle was like, yes, absolutely. If I was in that situation, I would have snapped and yelled back. 100% I would have I would have lost my temper with somebody doing that with me and she wouldn't let her speak even after like, right, okay you've done it five times right now I actually let her answer you because she has got examples it's not like she's sitting there going eh eh she was trying to and I don't know I just had complete PTSD for Kim and Kyle <laughs> watching it. it was really it was like watching how how Kyle reacted to Kim and I don't know if it is to do with the alcohol or mm-hmm. if it's to do with the fact that she just reminds her of her sister, so she's fallen into like a comfort with Sutton where she would she's treating her a way that she doesn't actually treat her friends. It's more the way that she treats her sisters. Yeah. My little boy is screaming in the background, so <laughs> it's we're having so um well you guys don't celebrate this over there but we're having thanksgiving coming up so it is like he's yeah, yeah he's kind of like building himself up for this long school break and then we're traveling so you know he has that to look forward to because of course he's going to see the grandparents and yeah <laughs> it's just one of those <laughs> yeah. What do you do but, for Thanksgiving? Do you watch all the the parades and all things like that? Uh so for Thanksgiving here it's just like, you know, a a holiday gathering. Um you know, we're we're thankful for what we have and people generally have turkey and there's, you know, certain uh home uh home cooked meals that they have like turkey's being like you know probably the biggest thing and then there's like stuffing and mashed potatoes green bean casserole it's not a religious holiday people like some people think that thanksgiving is like a, a religious holiday or something but it, it is just a american holiday the same way that memorial day uh is yeah, it's an american holiday. yeah fourth of july stuff like that so it is just a um you know, it is a American tradition. And I guess like if you wanted to have like some historical context, it is like, you know, when the English came over uh, from England to America and, you know, they, the Native Americans were welcoming them to like, you know, their harvest and everything, because this is, a, this would be like the harvest season when everybody harvests their crops. So, you know, it's like just giving thanks and all that other stuff. Yeah. Do you guys have a similar holiday over that, uh, over in Scotland or no? Do you no, have anything similar? We, no, we, we are, we are not even a drop a patriotic as as you guys are over there in America. Like it's it's completely like like that national holidays and things. We don't we don't have anything like that actually. We we get like Saint Andrew's Day, but we don't celebrate it. We get Robert Burns Day, but really that's just everybody gets a haggis supper for the chippy. That's <laughs> it's, not, yeah, it's not a big thing. So what is your so what is your big like uh I guess like winter holidays like besides from Christmas because Christmas is like a you know that's a religious holiday but like is there any national 
holiday during like you know around the fall or or winter time that it's just a national holiday not a religious one no we really don't we really don't do anything like that at all we're lucky we celebrate holidays here it's (laughs) yeah we've only just really started getting kind of good with halloween it halloween really was was really just kids dressing up and going trick-or-treating that's, yeah. There's not anything to do here, no like activities or events or anything yeah. like that. We don't really, we don't really do holidays the way that America does at all. That's yeah. one of the main reasons I, I like to come over there for that because, yeah, it's yeah. not it's nowhere near festive, nowhere near for any well, occasion. Well, speaking of holidays, have you been watching this season of Salt Lake City? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. We're going to talk about Monica, Monica Garcia. And she's the newbie that came on this season. Um, and Angie, she she was already Angie was already on in uh, last season, but Angie was a friend of last season. This this season, she's a full time. Monica Garcia is a complete newbie. Let me ask you, what did you think of the Greek? Easter dinner was Monica okay was Monica inappropriate and was Monica's mom was she correct or was she wrong in defending or not defending uh, uh, in apologizing on behalf of Monica I thought she was in the right because she was absolutely right she said you are a guest in somebody's else's house this is a family gathering. So I actually thought that Linda was correct. What did you think about that? I think she's correct in saying that to her to her own daughter, taking her aside and saying to her, or mm-hmm. saying, I'm leaving, or I'm not going to stand here and watch you do this, or you know, anything kind of like that. But <laughs> watching your, your daughter have an argument with someone and then feel the need to apologise and befriend and kind of make a fool of your daughter in front of a real event worth of people, millions of people on, on a, she knows she knew the cameras were there so she knew what she was doing to her and the, mm-hmm. that, the level of humiliation, like if there's one person in the world that should be defending you against anything it's your mum, like it... <laughs> you can be completely wrong and your mum should still be there for you that's mm-hmm. that is what the that's their sole purpose <laughs> yeah. to, to be there for you so yeah to essentially turn on her in that moment was so hard to watch and i don't like monica i don't like her at all and yeah. i just felt i felt so sorry for her i thought well that kind of explains a lot if that's how how you've been treated or, or how you are treated the kind of the source yeah. of love in your life is your mum if she's not really had a relationship with her dad then that's kind of all she's got and if that's how the person that's supposed to love you most out of the whole entire world treats you that's yeah. going to be life I like so I don't I don't like her but I kind of really sympathise with her watching that I just thought, oh my goodness, if my mum was to turn on me like that in front of people, I would have been devastated. <laughs> yes. Let me let me ask you this. A lot of people brought up a really good point. Um, a lot of people said, 
you acknowledge that you have this toxic relationship with your mom. So why would you bring her on to film with you? Because that that was something that you know when when I saw that I was like you know what that is an excellent point. She says that her and her mother have this really awful relationship. So why, if you already know that you know what, me and my mom we we don't like we we don't have a good relationship. She could turn on me at. The drop of a pin. So, if you know that already, why would you put yourself in a situation where you would bring your mother with you to film? I think well, it's because she has nobody else to film with, right? I mean, that's the only thing I can no, think of. I think it's a bit darker than that. I think what it is is, I know she's new to being on the show, but she was in Jen Shah's circle for we we really don't know how long for she was in mm-hmm. her circle, but know that. At least a couple of seasons, Jen was mm-hmm. filming the show. Monica was part of her crew, and yeah. Monica was at BravoCon with the designer mm-hmm. that was Jen Shah, wasn't it? So mm-hmm. I think what it is is she's seen, she's obviously watched the show, and she's been privy to how it all works. So I think mm-hmm. she knows the relationship with her mum, and she's thought. Well, I'm going to get something out yet, and I'm going to put it here and use it to be on the show. It's good content. <laughs> yeah, that's an excellent point. That is, I I never even thought about that. That, but you're right. That is an excellent point because she does seem like someone who is. Very aware of how the game is played, and I think she plays the game really well. So I actually not, never thought about that, but you make an excellent point that yeah, she probably realizes. Listen, if I am going to secure my spot and return for another season, I need、yeah. to bring all the messy drama. <laughs> yeah, want to bring everything. Pull out the big guns at season one. You don't want to be a a, a one season wonder and have yes. Yeah. And, and I don't think she was keen to build her name off the back of Jane's because of the how that that the bad connotations that go along with that. You're, she was、yeah. she essentially mentioned that in the very first episode, and then that's be the end. Yet she's never really brought her back up again, or she's、yeah. really tried to create so much noise otherwise that all that's kind of just been swept under the rug. Well, she's fighting with Angie.、Uh, Angie claims that during that Easter dinner, that she threw her shoe and it almost hit her two-year-old niece. And Angie is claiming that she,、um, well, Monica. Like after Angie claimed that, Monica said that you know she fell down her stairs. She fell down Angie's stairs because there wasn't any railing. And she said that you know she has X-rays to prove it, and she saw bloody and bruised and all this other stuff. But now she's also in an actual legal battle with Heather Gay because Heather Gay owns a like a beauty salon, and apparently、um, Monica, she had used a different last name when she signed up for those services, and Monica's company,、um, I'm sorry, Heather's company went to collect the non-payment, and then they eventually found out that. It was the same Monica. They didn't know it was her because, you know, obviously, she had used a different last name. So Heather just assumed it was a different Monica. But look,、yeah. the bill is only two thousand dollars. 
I don't understand why they're making such a big deal out of two thousand dollars, and I don't see how they will film the next season if there is this legal battle going on between the two, because we have. I can't think of any other franchise where the castmates have sued each other. The only franchise that I could think of is in New Jersey. So in New Jersey, in the second season, Danielle Staub, she had like um, she had filed a criminal, um, she had filed a criminal charge against Ashley Holmes, which is the daughter of Jacqueline Lorita, and then、mm. you know she never she she was basically. Fired. I mean, she says she quit, but she was basically fired after that season. So that is the only franchise that I could think of where there was two、um, cast members. You could think of another think one. A couple. I think there was a Beverly Hills back when Adrian Maloof was on there. She either sued or threatened to sue Brandy for revealing. Oh yeah. The origin of her, you know. Yeah, but then Brandy didn't come. But then Brandy wasn't asked back, right? She didn't come back the following season. So then, like, so, and and it was the the same thing with um, and then the other one was uh with Brandy and uh the the girl in um. Joanne in Miami, but they weren't separate. Like you know, Joanne she was in Miami and Brandy was in Beverly Hills, so. So、There was also you know. a huge one with what was it, Tamra and、um, Alexis' husband? Wasn't that? They... Where... A Tamra and Alexis' husband? I don't remember that one. What was that one、there's、about? There's an OC lawsuit. I'm sure there's an OC lawsuit where one of the husbands was suing.、Um... Was it Alexis Bellino's? Husband Jim was suing. Oh, I don't remember. Other castmates.、Uh, well, well, let me ask you this: After that, did they come back the following season? So, yeah, it was Tamra and Shannon、um, got into like a big lawsuit with Jim Bellino. But no, I don't think. I think that might be why、um, his wife Alexis never came back. So it definitely is like the, like that's the, the bottom line. You know, that's as far as like、mm. they they call a hard line with that. If you sue another castmate or you sue production, we're <laughs> 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 not going to work. <laughs> yeah, well, definitely if you sue for production. But okay, so so let me ask you. Who do you think is going? They they have this lawsuit going on. So who do you think is going to come back, Monica or Heather? Oh Heather, Heather. You think Heather?、She's... You think Heather? No, I think Monica. Monica, Monica. She's messy. She is messy, messy, and they like that. Yes. So I think this might be one instance where they let them kind of hash it out, like they do in New Jersey, where、mm-hmm. everything that goes on there. They just kind of say, "Well, let's just let the cameras roll and see how how it kind of goes." They might they might go that route with that, although as it's never really been done when there's been a lawsuit before. But they get they Salt Lake City's got all the legal kind of undercurrents anyway, so.、Mm-hmm. It, 
with everything that's already went on, Sprinter Van and them showing up to that and everything. So it might it might work with that. If if I was in production, I would say, look, bring them both back. It's not bad well, enough. But, well, see, the, well, see, the thing is, in New Jersey, nobody actually sued each other. I mean, they hate each other and, you know, they put out little stories about one another and they try to, yeah. you know, they try to get, like, one another canceled. But none of the castmates mm-hmm. have actually have any lawsuits with each other i mean they have lawsuits with other people but not with each other so i think even even that whole fiasco with market joseph's accusing uh louis Rivellis of like threatening her son that that went nowhere she she was like oh there's a police report and all this other bullshit but it <laughs> and how she went nowhere i t- girl to to this day i don't believe there was a police report file <laughs> oh no no <laughs> yeah so i you know so even though there's these little threats of this and that they don't actually have any legal battles going on with mm-hmm. each other but monica, monica Ravelcon, yes they, they kind of made it clear that she's not part of the group we really don't want to take anything to do with her so I don't know, maybe that was the one wrong move that she's made. And I don't know, I I wonder if it's just been like best practice of Beauty Lab and Laser that after a certain amount of time's lapsed on a date, they take further action and file, you know, something legal to try and get the person to take ownership. Because if they let everyone do that, the business probably wouldn't be running. So it might just be a bit of best practice to kind of start legal proceedings after a certain length of time. And then it's kind of cropped up after that, that it was actually this Monica that Heather knows <laughs> and is looking in her face when she knows that she's not paid her or, at the, or had this botched issue because how messy Monica is, why hasn't she said, oh, and I got, you know, botched injections through Beauty Lab and Laser? I'm going to tell you how I see this working out. Either one of them is going to be demoted or fired and not returning. That is the extreme case. Or yeah. or someone in legal, somebody in legal, whether it's Bravo legal department or whoever, they're going to sit Monica down and they're going to say to Monica, listen, if you want to come back for next season or if you want a spot on next season, you need to take care of this. It's not even that much money. It's only two thousand uh, dollars. You know, if you come back for a next season, you automatically get a a, a pay raise. So, pay her the two thousand dollars because, you know, we can't have castmates having legal battles with each other. So you know take care of this two thousand dollars you're going to get a big pay bump for coming back on for the second season and you know just take care of this finish it and let's move on i feel like somebody in legal is probably going to sit her down it's going to be legal hr her representative her entertainment lawyer her you know manager whoever and they're going to Mm -hmm. tell her you know take care of this it's two thousand dollars it's not that big of a deal and now on the, on the other side, somebody from HR and legal and, and, you know, Heather's lawyer and manager and whoever, they're going to sit down with Heather and they're going to say, well, you know, listen, the, the bill was originally only $2,000. If Monica pays you this $2,000, can you move on? Can, can, can you, you know, can, can you guys try to make amends? You know, can, can you let it go? I, so I think like, 
if they wanted to bring both of them back, I think that they would say to them, you know, at the end of the day, it's two thousand dollars. It's not that big of a deal. It's not that much money. You know, can you guys take care of it? Can you pay her the two thousand dollars? And then Heather, can you just forgive Monica? But now, at the extreme end, it would have to be one of them has to be be gone. Like if if they if they are not able to work it out that way, where they're just able to let it go and move on. The, the the extreme would be that you know one of them would have to go. I can't imagine them having a, a lawsuit play out like that because it would just yeah. they they don't yeah. like it when legal gets involved. They don't. <laughs> it would be the it would be the really smart thing to do for everyone for somebody to do it. But why don't we just make Andy work for his money and we'll make him do it in the reunion? Just get us squashed. Yes. Yeah. So I think I don't. I I you know I didn't think I was going to like Salt Lake City because I was like I don't really want to watch a bunch of Mormons, and they're in Utah. Like what's going on in Utah except for a lot of snow. But I'm really yeah. enjoy. I'm really really enjoying the season, and I think a lot of it has to do with Monica. That's why I don't think that if it came down to it, if it was a choice between Monica and Heather, I think they're going to choose Monica because. Because she is just, she's bringing so much drama. I feel like she's just, there's so much with her. There's so much storylines. She gets messy. She gets into the other women's faces. You know, she fights back, and then she's just like so real about her story. She's like, me and my mother, we have this awful relationship. Me and my husband, we got a divorce because I cheated with my brother-in-law for 18 months. I was on welfare and food stamps, and then, you know, even her house. I mean, all of the other ladies. They're living in these mansions, and Monica's living like in this little house that looks like you know very. I mean, I think it looks fine, but you know when you compare it to like the mansions and stuff, it, it looks like she's not in the same financial status as the other ladies. So I kind of it, feel like they would bring her back, though. Like if it came down to a decision, that they would choose Monica and they would let Heather go. I mean, what what is your what is your opinion on that? Monica's reality TV gold. She's production must. They must absolutely love her. She plays to the cameras. She's she's always get the wee sound bite to say, and she's always ready to just go for it at any, at any moment. But the thing with it is, is Heather at this point is the the only kind of center person that everyone kind of takes to do with without mm-hmm. her there that group would be so fractured if you took if you took Heather out of the equation the group would be so fractured Lisa and Meredith don't speak mm-hmm. to each other Whitney yeah. basically that was when Lisa turned up at Whitney's door the first of all the gate wouldn't let her in and then basically Whitney wouldn't let her in she turned around to her and says Oh, I'm sitting here in my jammies and I'm just having a <laughs> only night to myself and the kids are there, so I'm all by myself, chilling. And and then Lisa's like, fantastic, I do not care that you, you can just put that right in the bin because I'm here and whether you want me or not, because I really, I don't think Whitney wanted her there at all. When you watched her sitting, she, she, was, so, she was so unwelcoming, she was so unreceptive to everything that she said, so they're not friends. And... Mary hates everybody, absolutely everybody. I don't know why yeah. she came back. I think she came back because people were so people really she wanted just, her. This, back. 
But she just sits there, though. She just like she literally just sits there. She's like, no, I don't feel like going. I, oh my goodness! And like I can't even believe they made a scene of her sitting in the bus going to McDonald's. <laughs> like it was just. <laughs> It was entertaining the first couple of times. You think, oh, she's a bit okay, but then you're thinking, right? But how does how do we sustain this long term? And I think that's what production have turned around and said. Because why did she invite Heather to her house? That that she she turned around and told her to her face that she looked inbred. I yeah. I couldn't. I could not. I cannot believe it. I still can't believe it. it. The first time when she said it, and Heather obviously wasn't there. She had said it looking out the window, and. That's right, that's fine. But for her to say, do you think I look inbred? And her to say, well, yeah, do you not? I just. Oh my goodness. I don't. I don't. Well, I don't. I don't think Mary's coming back uh, next season. I, I'm not even sure if Mary's invited to the reunion because she was not invited to BravoCon. She I don't was think not she'll invited. Go to the reunion if she was invited. There, that's she would need to travel for starts, and mm. there's. She, she doesn't do anything unless completely on her own accord. So she's if if somebody summons her to go somewhere for something, that's yeah. just going to make her not. <laughs> Let me ask you: the reunion is coming up for Salt Lake City. What are some of the dying questions that you want to know? The question I want to know is: you know, is so uh, Monica her divorce has her divorce was finalized? I think on the the, the week previous to BravoCon. Her divorce was finalized. I think she's getting about $6,000 a month um, in alimony and child support. And um, my dying question for Monica would be that, you know, where does her and her mother stand? Is she going to continue filming with her for the following season, for next season, if she comes back? Um, if Monica comes back, is is her mother going to continue filming with her? I I was going to originally ask, like, you know, um, why would you even bring your mother on if you had such a toxic relationship with her? But now that mm -hmm. you said that, but, but since you said that, you know, um, that she's basically TV go, she knows what she's doing. So she knows that this is like, you know, going to build up drama and that people are going to love like, seeing this on TV. Now that you said that, I'm going to change my question a little bit to, you know, well, why, you know, like, if you come back, like, would you, would you film another season with your mother? Or is that storyline done? What is your burning question for the castmates? And of course, my, my next burning question for the castmates would be that, you know, um, is Heather and Monica able to just move on from this? You know, is Monica willing to pay the $2,000? And is Heather willing to just move on from this? And Angie, is Angie and Monica, are they willing to just move on from this and get it over with? Because it seems like Monica's fighting with everyone except for Meredith and, um, and Whitney. But there's still a couple of uh, episodes left, so I don't know. She might end up fighting with Meredith and Whitney also. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. What My would your question be? Would be Lisa and Meredith. Is it? Are you going to actually move on? Because you can tell that they're they're both just waiting. They're like two snakes waiting in the grass. Yeah. Just, just waiting for the other one to make a move. There's no way this is over and. 
Lisa's said as much. So uh, I'm just kind of on the edge of my seat to wait and see who's going to do what to them, to them next. Who's si- whose side are you on, Lisa or Meredith? Um, I, I actually don't have a side because I can see how it happened so clearly. It was, it was, it was such miscommunication and just bad reactions. It's, it's a sad story. It's happened with a couple of friendships over mm-hmm. the years with lives that things are, and it, I think obviously production producers are getting in the ears is getting awful what to do with it. Mm-hmm. Um, but definitely a lot of crossed wires and a lot of lashing out that mm-hmm. I, I love Meredith. I think she's one of the she's one of the best housewives we've ever ever had. Yeah. <laughs> I do I also think she I also think she looks a little bit by like Priscilla Presley, don't you think so? Oh, I'd never thought that before, but you're right. She does. She, she looks like Priscilla Presley, like yeah. <laughs> And she just seems so tall. I don't know what it is about her, but she just seems so like tall and statuesque. But especially, um, especially how she has her hair now, she looks like Priscilla Presley. Not not a young Priscilla Presley, but you know how Priscilla <laughs> Presley looks in like her older years because she, because Priscilla Presley has like that same hairstyle. I feel, and and they also have like the same uh, facial features, but. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, I totally, totally see it. Now that you say that, I've never, ever thought it before, but yeah, totally. <laughs> All right, Millie, we are going to wrap up. Thank you so much for recording with me. And I want you to shout out your username handle so people could follow you on um, whichever social media platform you 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 know want uh, your audience to be at. It's, well, I, I follow you on Twitter because I, I love the stuff that you post on Twitter. So <laughs> shout out your username ha- handle on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, Twitter's just my, my ramblings and housewife opinions, really. I'm on there at princessxmail. So yeah, on there. And we miss piggy emoji. So if you get confused and think that it's a piggy, it kind of uh-huh. is. It's, uh, she's my spirit animal. So she's my <laughs> <laughs> yes thank you so much Millie this was so much fun oh thank you so much for having me I absolutely loved doing this I was a bit kind of nervous so I'm sorry if I've been a bit kind of all over the place with no it. no you did perfect you did perfect and you absolutely have to come back again so that we could do like another recap episode actually we should do we should do another recording when uh the reunion airs for Salt Lake City because that's coming up soon do you yeah well, what, what what, what, when do you guys get the episodes? So here we get the episodes for Salt Lake City on Tuesdays. When did you guys get it? What, so when does that it come would out? Be, I get to watch it the next morning. So whatever night you guys it airs through the night while I mm-hmm. should be. So it, and then when I get up in the mornings, I usually start my day with my coffee and whatever Housewives has been on the night before mm-hmm. from. Sometimes <laughs> I've been kind of half asleep the first time I've seen it, but yeah, I like to kind of just start my days. I love doing that. <laughs> so I'll, next morning, um, I'll be able to watch that. Great. We we will definitely reconnect again when uh, the reunion airs for Salt Lake City. Again, thank you so much, Melly, all the way from Scotland. Thank you so much for joining me today. 
Thank you for having me. It was absolutely amazing. I've really enjoyed myself. I really appreciate you letting me on. Yeah. Oh, no problem. All right, girl. I'll talk with you later. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to leave a review. You can listen to NYC Gal Out on Spotify, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Until next time, we're going to get into it.